Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast with Cruz. Well, I hope you're having a great week. Thanks for joining me for a new episode of the Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast. We've got to talk about that Quaker State 400 at Atlanta. What a race. Didn't expect what was on the track at all, but we're going to go over that and my top highlights from Sunday. Justin Haley, the driver of the number 31 Kulig Racing Chevrolet joins the podcast. He's going to talk about his season so far, rain delays, and more. We're also going to discuss some big news from the garage, including Ross Chastain's new sponsor, Spire, looking for contract extensions and the Garage 56 program. Let's go for it now. It's a Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast. Time now for your race day rewind. I really enjoyed the race at Atlanta. It was wild. There was tons of passing on the track. The surface itself wearing really well. And I've heard a lot of people saying, and I got to agree, that Atlanta is back. It's like a mini Talladega and Daytona. I really like that. But there was a great race that happened on Sunday. If you missed it, be sure to check out the highlights from it. One of the ones that really stood out to me was actually before the race. Kevin Harvick driving up to his old number, Richard Childress Racing 29 Chevrolet, that Richard Childress was driving on the pace laps. But Kevin drove up next to him. The two had a moment, and it was something very special. Now, I wish Kevin had a better run, but either way, that one was something that we'll talk about for a long time. Let's kick off the highlights from the Quaker State 400 at Atlanta. We'll start with number five, the on-track action. There was so much passing during this. There were close finishes during the stages with Blaney winning stage one barely. Right before the rain started in stage two, there were still tons of passing but yeah, I feel like this was, again, a little mini Daytona in Talladega, something that I didn't even know I needed in my life. The package that NASCAR brought to the track was a perfect combination with that worn surface, and the drivers were on edge the entire time. That was a lot of fun to watch. I would give this race a 10 out of 10. I would recommend. Coming in at number four, the rain. Yes, this has been a problem all season long, and it seems to be following the Cup Series all season long. Chicago, Atlanta, the last two races were shortened due to the rain. Now, this did result in a lot more urgency with the teams and trying to get up front and get the best positions that they could. But I hate it for the fans who pay to be at the track. You know, rain delays are a time-consuming thing when it comes to NASCAR. It's just part of the sport. It always has been and always will be. And it sounds like there could be some rain in the forecast this weekend at New Hampshire. Fingers crossed that that does not happen. Making my top five at number three, Daniel Suarez. You know, he's had up and downs this season. He's still chasing that first win. His teammate Ross Chastain picking up a victory earlier this year. And the other track house part-time team getting that big win at Chicago. But, you know, Daniel's been struggling. And he's been trying his hardest to get back into victory lane. And that almost happened Sunday night. The team ran really strong there towards the end. I think if that race would have continued, he would have passed William Byron and picked up his first win of the season. Daniel right there at the playoff cutoff. And I think that team is strong enough to get into the actual playoffs themselves without having to have a win. But honestly, you never know with NASCAR. Now, that's no secret that I'm a big fan of Daniel. He has one of my favorite sponsors in the sport with Tootsie's. And, you know, the team's saying after Chicago, they really reset everything. And that showed at Atlanta on Sunday. Coming in at number two on my list, William Byron. Thankfully, they've stopped calling him young William Byron. That was always so cringy on the broadcast. 
But, you know, Williams' race looked like it was over after he slid through the grass after making contact with Corey LaJoy, but that was not the case. It actually set them up really well for the end of this shortened one on Sunday. The guy had four wins from the start of his career to last season. He already has four wins this season alone. I do think he's going to make the final four, and that number 24 team is really strong right now and a force to be reckoned with. Coming in at number one on my list from Atlanta, I got to go with NBC Sports. Now, I've been pretty hard on Fox this last season. I felt like the broadcasts were really struggling and it just really showed in the booth and even with just the broadcast itself with what they were putting out there. I kind of shared more on my Facebook page on how I feel about this. I don't want to get too much into it on the podcast here. With that said, though, I've been very, very impressed with the broadcast so far. I love the team of Dell Jr., Rick, and Jeff. They make a really great combo in the booth along with Steve Latart. Because, you know, they're actually friends. They hang out outside of the track, and that meshes well with the broadcast. I like that. The pit road reporters have been great and informative. The camera angles have been excellent. And I really love NBC's radio-style broadcast. You know, they just did it at Chicago. It provides a lot of excitement and really cool perspectives. I mean, they're literally handing off the broadcast one by one as the cars come around the track. So that is super cool. But yeah, a big shout-out and props to NBC Sports for their broadcast so far this season. Well, the point standings after Atlanta, they look like this, in case you were wondering. William Byron sitting at the top at number one, followed by Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, Kyle Larson, and Christopher Bell. It's about the time of the season where we start looking at the cutoff for the playoffs. Daniel Suarez is 15th, followed by Michael McDowell, who's had some really great runs. If I had a bonus, like a number six, Michael McDowell would be in that from Atlanta because he had a really great run, and that team is basically flying under the radar. They're always there, top tens each week. Bubba Wall is sitting at 17th outside of the playoffs, followed by A.J. Allmendinger, Ty Gibbs, and Austin Sendrick. So that should be pretty interesting as far as who gets in and who doesn't. NASCAR News Now. Lots of news coming out of the garage this week. You know, the Garage 56 program for NASCAR had a really great run about a month ago at the 24-hour of Le Mans. A lot of people talking about this, and the car looked really good on the track. But it will return. It's going to be part of the Goodwood Festival of Speed in England in a couple weeks. The Garage 56 drivers will be Mike Rockefeller and Jensen Button, who will share the duties. Inspire Motorsports, you know, they've been in the news this week for a couple of reasons. Team owners saying that they are looking to extend the contract of the current driver, number seven's Corey LaJoy, who has a great podcast, by the way. Check out Stacking Pennies. It is fantastic. Now, there's no news if they plan on extending Ty Dillon's contract. The owner saying that that team really needs to step up and improve before that could happen. There's also rumors swirling that Michael Andretti could be buying into the team, but those are just rumors at this time. Joe Gibbs Racing announcing that Mavis Tire and Brakes will serve as a primary sponsor for Denny Hamlin for five upcoming races this season. The number 11 team will have that sponsor starting this weekend at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. And it has been one of the hotter rumors the last few months, and it's officially confirmed. Bush Light will move away from Stuart Haas Racing in a new multi-year agreement and go to Trackhouse Racing, sponsoring the number one of Ross Chastain. This will kick off officially next season, and there's a lot of hype and excitement about this. You know, Ross, whether you like him or not, he is a top star in the sport, 
And this is a really big signing for track house racing. But yeah, look for Bush Light and Ross Chastain partnering up in 2024. This is your Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast. We're very excited to have Justin Haley, the driver of the number 31 Kulig Racing Chevrolet in the Cup Series, join the podcast this week. Justin's coming off some really great runs at Chicago and Atlanta. So we appreciate him carving out some time for us this week. Justin, what does it look like for you guys between leaving the track and going to the next race? It's pretty consistent. You know, Monday you have meetings and things, um, and then Tuesday normally you have more meetings. And then kind of Wednesdays are off day to kind of recoup and get back recharged. I, I take Wednesday kind of to myself. And then Thursday we're usually on the simulator for a good portion of the day and, and uh, having some meetings to prepare for the upcoming week. And then uh, Friday is our, is our travel day. So, yeah, we get, like, that nice one day off. And, you know, it's pretty consistent each week with meetings being the same time and stuff. Well, coming off those great runs, I bet those team meetings have a lot of excitement and energy, right? Yeah, they've uh, they've been good. We've had some uh, appearances this week, so our meetings the past few weeks haven't really been on schedule. But, yeah, it's been awesome to see the improvement in Cog Racing's Cup program. I feel like we've taken a good step of, of being more competitive, and I feel like uh, it's exactly what we need right here before the playoffs. So, Justin, for those who might not know, how did you get started in racing? You know, my family just was, uh, was in racing for a long time, um, and then just kind of started racing just because I was around it. I didn't have any immediate family that raced, but, you know, I had some extended family that was into racing and just kind of saw it from afar and, and wanted to be part of it. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of started from there in Indiana and grew into uh, what it is now. So who were some of your favorite drivers growing up? Just Indiana guys, the guys who ran dirt up in Indiana, like Tony Stewart and Casey Kane, Jason Leffler, a lot of, a lot of guys that ran the open-wheel dirt stuff like I did for a little bit and then took the NASCAR path. Well, you had a huge victory in 2019 at the Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona in just your third start. How special of a moment was that for you? Yeah, it was cool. I mean, obviously been trying to get back to victory lane ever since, but yeah, awesome win for us and Inspire Motorsports. It was, uh, yeah, just a really cool day. Winning at Daytona is always special. I've had a good few opportunities to win in the Xfinity Series with Colleg Racing there, and uh, always been been special to go so yeah i've always enjoyed daytona and and um you know going back there and racing is always special what's it like driving for chris rice and matt collig they seem like really invested and just cool owners in the sport yeah matt collig is uh is a great friend so is chris rice they've been so good to me over the last five years they picked me up out of trucks and took a chance on me took an opportunity to put me in the race cars and um you know, when I when I got to college racing, it was just a one-car team in the Xfinity Series, and now we have five teams that race every weekend over, you know, Cup and Xfinity. So, yeah, it's it's just really special to uh, to be a part of this organization and see its growth, you know, just all the additions and things. Matt and Chris are, are great influencers, and, um, yeah, just, just good for the sport. I, you know, I've really enjoyed it and enjoy working with them every week. So 2023 is the second season for the next-gen car. What all have you learned on this new model compared to last year? Well, I mean, it's it's always changing, right? And you learn every week. So, yeah, I, I mean, we've learned a lot, you know, too much to even talk about. So yeah, I enjoy the next-gen cars. It's been fun to drive. It's, you know, one of the more fun cars that I've ever drove, especially with all the different cars I've, I've driven in my life. It's de- definitely probably up there. So, yeah, I enjoy it. It's uh, it's good. You know, we kind of been back and forth changing packages, and each week we run maybe a higher downforce or lower downforce package. But 
overall it, it's a dream to drive it's it's really uh really thought out and uh as a driver i mean it's just a, a nice put together race car that is just fun so you and your 31 team had a really great run at chicago almost won the race but it was a crazy weekend the rain the fans the track itself what were your takeaways from the weekend at chicago yeah chicago was awesome just a a great event from start to finish and I think NASCAR in Chicago did a great job putting the race on. It was just cool to be a part of the energy. A lot of fans there, a lot of hype. Um, like you mentioned, the rain obviously wasn't great. But uh, aside from that, just an amazing weekend. Just super, super cool to say that I was a part of that race and run as good as we did. Yeah, you guys had a hell of a run. So NASCAR has been kicking the tires a little bit on maybe going to Mexico, Canada, even a race in New York. Where is somewhere that you would like to see the Cup Series go in the future? No, I think NASCAR is doing a great job right now expanding our footprint. And, um, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of great potential out there to put tracks in, in certain areas and grow the sport. So, yeah, I think Chicago is the, the first step to that. And, um, yeah, like I said, I mean, there's plenty of great places to put it. But I'm excited to kind of see what direction they take and go to new places. I think it's fun as a young driver to kind of get away from what we've been doing forever and uh, go out and explore. So the season's about halfway done now. What are some upcoming tracks you guys are really looking forward to racing at? Yeah, I mean, I think we have great momentum already, but, you know, definitely Indy is, is a great track for us to call it racing. My home track, Daytona, yeah, I think there's, you know, some good short tracks in there too. So, yeah, I think the the end of the schedules can always fit our team and, and my driving style. So, yeah, we're just kind of taking it one week at a time. We just got past halfway through the season kind of on the backside of it now, so kind of taking it week by week. I'm not sure which cup driver is doing rain dances, but whoever it is needs to stop because rain's been following the cup series all season. What do we got to do to change this? It's difficult for sure. It it looks like it's going to rain all weekend as well here in New Hampshire, so might be a few more weeks before we get clear skies. So when a rain delay or even a lightning delay does pop up, what do you do? You just hang out in the bus? What are you doing between that time before you get back in the car? Well, I mean, normally you just sit on the pit box with the guys. I mean, it's uh, it just depends on if it comes before, you know, driver intros or things or, or in the middle of the race. But typically if it's in the middle of the race, you just kind of sit and wait, especially with the lightning holds uh, and how they work. So, yeah, I mean, it just depends on kind of where you're at on the weekend and, and what the schedule's like. But normally you don't venture off too far. So we've talked about your great runs this season. Justin, how do you and your 31 team keep that momentum going this weekend at New Hampshire? Starts at the shop and, and um, you know, the consistency in the shop and, and getting everything put together right. And then, obviously, it uh, translates a little bit to the simulator and, you know, what you do in the stems. So, yeah, you just got to come prepared. I think Cup Series is an extremely hard series. Obviously, it's the top-tier motorsports in the United States for a reason. And, uh, yeah, we just got to keep going and, and doing what we've been doing. Um, think about all of our decisions and execute. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Justin. We do appreciate it, and we'll be rooting for you this weekend at New Hampshire. Thank you. I appreciate it. Justin Haley, the driver of the number 31 Colig Racing Chevrolet in the Cup Series. The Cup Series will be back at New Hampshire Motor Speedway this Sunday for the Crayon 301. Green flag is around 2.30 on Sunday. You can watch the race on USA or listen to it on your radio on PRN. You can also do that on Sirius XM if you have that. Top performers, I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. He is always strong there. I think Chase Elliott has a great run. And I'm going to go with Ross Chastain. My dark horse for the race 
Todd Gilliland. That team is doing really well and flying under a lot of radars, so keep an eye out on him. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Hey, be sure to get tickets for the Kansas Speedway race coming up this fall. They are going quick, and it is going to be a ton of fun. That is a playoff race in Kansas City, so get your tickets for the Kansas race at kansasspeedway.com. Have a great one. Enjoy the race on Sunday, and I'll talk to you soon. the Days of Thunder podcast. Find out more NASCAR info at thebull1051.com.